<laughs> Welcome to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I'm Solomon Timothy. And I am Taylor Rowe. What are we talking about today, Taylor? Today, we we dove into video. I guess specifically for B2B yeah. uh, is what we're talking about is creating video for B2B. I think for whatever reason, there's hesitation to move into video creation by a lot of businesses. And there's a lot of challenges that people are facing or seemingly think that they're facing and people uh, are too busy. So we walk through some of those examples and, and how do you create a video and how do you apply that effectively to your marketing strategy? Enjoy. All right. So today's topic is how to leverage video for your B2B marketing. All right. So Perfect. I think it's really important. Video plays such a huge role in our buyer's journey. Mm-hmm. Yet I think a lot of marketers are still sort of used to text and just writing more blog posts yeah. and more eBooks that are static. And I want to do a sort of just an education session if I can. Sure. And talk about video. And I don't know, do you know any brands using video heavily in B2B other than, you know, the companies that sell video software? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I don't want to say it's a new platform, right? Because it's been around for a long time, but it's, right. it's something that I think marketers, both B2B and B2C spaces are really trying to figure out because they see it and it really resonates for them. It's one of those sort of anecdotal marketing decisions that people make because they say, well, I saw this video. That's how I learned about this product or this right. company. But one of the problems from a B2B standpoint, the challenges that I hear all the time is how do we, it doesn't work for our industry, right? Our customers don't do that because in the B2B world, you know, that's not how business is done, right? So I think there are a lot of companies that that do it well and do it successfully, but it's overwhelming to a lot of companies. So I think that's what we want to talk I about think, today. Right? I think, it's yeah, they we... don't feel comfortable getting in front of camera. Yep. They feel like that wasn't part of my job description. Yep. <laughs> and now I need to come to work with my makeup on, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, or we don't have the staff. This is not part of our marketing budget. They're right. just kind of like making excuses, in yep. other words, rather than saying, look, our audience could really appreciate us creating content yep. on a video format, right? They would prefer video, yep. hands down. Yep. And we as consumers would watch videos, hands down. Sure. Yet when it comes to work and our marketing right. on the corporate side, we're sort of like, oh, let's just put out some, you know, right. whatever many character tweets and right. call that marketing. That's becoming more and more important, right? As you see sort of this shift to, I guess you would call it like consumerization of right. marketing on the B2B side, we always talk about you know, yes, it's B2B, B2C, but it's, you know, B2P, right? There's right. always a person, whatever decision is being made, whether it's a consumer product or it's a business relationship, it still is a person that is buying from a person, right? right. It's two companies that are doing business, but there's, it's just people, it's just made up of people, right? So when you say, yes, as consumers, we love video. And B2C know, used, brands <laughs> do a really good job on it. We love video. We learn from video. That's how we do anything. That's how we make purchase decisions. We love it's, it. resonates with us more. It's more emotional when you watch a video testimonial or right. something like that. It's why, you know, people invest into commercials. As soon as commercials came out, you know, things like print and billboard. I mean, you can just do a lot more with video, right? So then you have that idea of, okay, well, how do you shift that to B2B? In my mind, it's the same thing because of what we just described. There's still a person. Uh, it's just you're selling this idea of maybe a company or an organization or a solution rather than, you know, here's all the features of this product. Right. And so any idea why they're sort of hesitant to adopt video? And that's my challenge because I'm always mm-hmm. talking about it. And I'm like, hey, look, your email newsletter will do a lot better if you would stick a video on yeah. top of it. I don't know. I think it, maybe it's just that mindset, right? If you just don't really think about it, you think about it as a consumer facing, facing thing. Kind and then of you're a like, thing. well, 
I don't do that or I don't have the resources. Like you said, I don't have camera equipment or I'm not comfortable in front of a camera or we don't have the right person to do it. Or I don't know what we Or is do. it just excuses? I don't it is all excuses, right? So <laughs> I, I think it's that mindset of this doesn't apply. And then whatever you have your mindset made up, you can justify right. that. You can say, okay. well, yeah, it doesn't work for this. I don't have time. I don't have this. Well, we're gonna go through why every brand should adopt it. Okay. And I'm and, and I'm all for it. I'm very bullish on video and I've been ever since. You can go back old videos of me. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how long ago I had more hair then. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's how you know exactly how old it is. I think video adds a level of authenticity for every brand out there mm-hmm. because it's easy to hide behind a brand. And mm-hmm. most companies may not even put the name of the person who's writing the blog. So mm-hmm. who is writing this? Nobody knows. Yeah. And most of the YouTube channels have nothing in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's a forgotten area for B2B. And I think there's a huge opportunity and I probably wouldn't buy anything from that company. I look at videos. I love it when after you make a product, uh, after you fill out a form, there is an email that comes in, but there's a video that I can click on and sure. watch. That's how I've just become. And so to me now, it's like, I don't buy it unless I see, I can see this person. And I'm talking about even on my consumer products, Yeah, I've become so used to it. I bought a a luggage and they send me a, an email with a link that says, here's how you change your code. Yeah. I'm like, great. Cause you know, I probably would need this information or here's how you pack a lot of stuff yeah. and shove it in there. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Cause I didn't know how to do any of that. And I haven't used it yet. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and I think that's how important it is. And it's also huge from an emotional perspective. Cause I think one stat that I read is emotional purchase is still very important in B2B just as it is it's in B2C. It's a person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So people make webinars and they don't have a, a person's thing in there. Mm-hmm. That bothers me. I'm like, there's so many webinars. I'm just like looking at text on a screen. And yeah. I'm like, where's the guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> and I think all our iPads or iPhones or laptops all come with a camera, yet we don't turn it on. Right. And we're sort of like... Right. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the... Uh... I mean, you see that trend, right? In Zoom or whatever, it's by right. default that has a camera on. Right, in, in, within B2B, right? So you see a trend in, you know, people working from home or working remotely, or we have, you know, distributed workforce and offices all around the, the globe, right. right? And so how do you connect those people? Well, they're, they're used to doing videos to communicate, right? So you, you see like, well, why is that more effective when you're having an internal conversation or meeting? Well, you can, you can see the person, right? Like you said, right. there's a trust factor, it's authentic. You can read their body language. Right. You can see if they're really understanding or not understanding what you're trying to convey. So if you if you take that on a small scale of you and I are having a meeting, you're in one state yeah. and I'm in the other state, and we say, yeah, it's 100 times more effective to communicate that way through video sure. than when you go to communicating to a mass audience who doesn't know who you are Correct. and you don't use video, it's like, Right. I, I, I lose it, man. I, right. I get bored. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, this webinar is boring. Yeah. And I think they could have actually recorded the webinar full on camera and then insert your slides when needed as if you're in a live event. Sure. Right. Those are the webinars that we've made in the past. Yep. We've won and said, look, yeah, I'm the guy who's talking to you about this topic and I'm going to help you understand. And here are some visuals to help sure. you know me communicate my message. And so if we can get past the excuses and the security, you know, insecurity issues or whatever, sure. getting in front of camera and, and whatnot and deciding who in the company is going to represent us. I think there's a lot of ROI that can be made from just adding video to the the marketing mix, yep. right? First of all, overlooking their YouTube channel, it's like I think the biggest mistake that they can be doing yep. because everything that you're creating, let's say 
in a blog format can be created for video, or it could be a video first that can get converted into a blog post. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I'm telling my clients like, hey, look, you know, you're working so hard picking the right topic and doing all this research to write this amazing content. But when they're on the page, they would rather play video. Now you have the same top of funnel content in your YouTube, but it's also on your website and it's going to find more value in the long run. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of ways to look at that, right? To me, it's not necessarily that hands down, they would prefer to use video, but you can look at the stats and say, okay, well, 60% of the people would prefer to use video, right? Or the reality is you need to look at the data and say, okay, here's how people love to consume content, video, text, you know, infographic, all these sort of things. And then as you said, give them options. I mean, it just comes down to options. Why would you alienate a potential customer because you only have the text version right when you've already done the work read the text into a you know a podcast record that podcast into a video cut it up into different snippets make little stat sheets infographics and share that it's a little bit more work but you've already done the hard work which is finding what to write about the challenges what you're trying to create the, the solution doing the work doing the research creating the content and then just because you're not putting that content in the right format or distributing it in the right you know, places, you're not, no one's reading it or no one's consuming it. Right. And I'm saying there's nothing wrong with having sort of an audio (laughs) only with some slides on top. However, people got to get in front of their camera and record it and be themselves and share the pain that they solve, right? Mm. As a B2B brand. One thing I recommend is having a podcast like this. However, you, we started doing this, just recording it. And then that becomes your video content, as well as your audio content. I'm just trying to figure out how all the different ways B2B brands can create videos without really putting a lot of work into it, right? Because they're already doing, like I said, the blog. They could incorporate videos into every single service that they offer on their page. They should be putting a video on every key page that they have. Yeah, for me, it would come down to, I feel the same way about blog. It's like create content that is content worthy. And so it comes down to what message are you trying to portray and what challenge are you solving, right? So from a marketing standpoint, yes, there's some value to having a fun video that shows your team and your back office and all that kind of stuff. But if you're a B2B company, it's a small part of your decision, right? I don't really care if I'm doing business with a company, what sort of you know vacation and benefits plan they have for their company. So all that kind of video, I mean, maybe that goes towards more of like recruitment marketing. Right. But I would care more about what solutions do you have that solve my problems and then the specifics of that, right? So even you look at sort of an unsexy industry, right? Someone is in manufacturing or something like that. And you say, well, I can't create videos because, you know, we have this boring workshop and all we do is... Oh, good. I love boring workshops. Or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But then you look at successful television shows like How It's Made or something like that, where people love to see that behind the scenes. And there's subtleties that can be picked up really only in video where you might think something's important. And, you know, I look at the video and I see, oh, I didn't, you know, yeah, I didn't know you had that kind of machine too. I can right. see it in the background, right? Or I didn't know that you could make this type of product with that material. And so those are videos that are, you know, maybe boring to the mass public, but to a very specific audience, which is your potential customers, it is important. And that would help me make that next step in my decision-making process, which may be to reach out to you, right? So that could be the difference of me writing a blog post about, you know, 10 tips that all, you right. know, product manufacturers should think, you know, all medical device companies should think about when manufacturing for this or that. 
the difference between that and then making a, an actual educational, insightful video about the specifics of how we took this unique product and molded it into this way. And the reason we had to do that is because of shipping costs or because it had to fit into this device and it wouldn't fit with this type of material. It's too heavy. So just explaining that, I mean, it doesn't need to be anything overly professional. It's, you know, an engineer talking to an engineer or whatever that may be, right? Whatever your audience is, right. do something that's authentic and real. And then there's obviously an, a whole another strategy around promoting that. But I think creating that video and like you said earlier, it's just excuses of I can't create video because, you know, I'm not a, an actor or, or a professional editor. videos about things that you know about, which is your business and your customers. Correct. Absolutely. And I don't know if I told you, I've even picked the CPA because he had created video content. Yeah. It's because he helped answer a question that I had. Yeah. I'm like, this guy definitely seems like the guy that I want to work with. And there are more people like me out there, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I think people need to put video first and then let everything sort of come out of it. Yeah. I think another thing happens when you're making that video at CPA is a great example, right? Because it could be a dry, boring topic, right? And if it you was to, a dry, boring topic. I didn't think anybody <laughs> yeah. else had this but problem. If, if you sat there and you typed a blog, you might type in, you might say, well, we don't need to go into detail about that. We'll leave a couple of things out. I know just be generic. And we're just using this from a marketing standpoint. But then when you're in front of a camera and then you have to explain something, I think it's like, you know, you're in front of the class and you're trying to explain something. I think you're going to go find it. things out yeah. about yourself and the way that you're explaining it. And you're going to come up with a better way to explain it. Like you said, that's going to resonate with you trying to solve that issue. Right. So I think it forces you to kind of go a little bit deeper and over communicate and explain some of those subtleties that we just talked about to your audience that can't be done today in any other capacity. It's, it's why, you know, that face-to-face -face communication is always going to be more effective because again, you can figure out that someone is not, you know, whoever's recording it on the camera might be looking at you like, oh, it's not making any sense. Right. And then you do it again because then you have a better way to explain it. Whereas if you just typed it up, shipped it, posted it, that would be the end of it. Yeah. And I think we're too used to approving things on Word docs. Yeah. As marketers. Yeah. And that's how things get published. And yeah. we now need to start looking at video content and starting approving that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying has to be, in my opinion, video right. first and being able to do that. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified or Maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rate from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone, right? Business go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes. Uh, maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation or sometimes you got all of those things right, but it was just poor execution. I'll tell you what, head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms. Talk to one of our consultants. That's all we do. We talk to business owners day in and day out. Share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit, right? See if we can find you a solution to your growing pains. You know, our hope here at One IMS, and especially with this podcast, is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right. So thank you for listening. And let's get back to our topic for the day. How would, uh, like what tools and, you know, technologies or software is out there for the average, you know, marketer that doesn't have a big production studio or big budget actually get into creating video? I think we've established that, hey, you have to create video, but how do you actually go about doing that? 
Ah, man, I think creating video today is easier than ever. And there's more content out there than, you know, about Mm -hmm. how to get a video published. I think YouTube gives you a built-in editor. If you ask me about it, if not iMovie, it comes free with your Mac. And if not Adobe, you know, uh, Premiere, After Effects, there's a million tools out there and their monthly subscriptions of 50 bucks are around to be able to get your video out there. And like I said, I think you got to get the content created and give it to a 16 year old who's born, (laughs) you know, they can probably edit it on an iPhone. It's no longer a reason of this is some hardcore, you need a supercomputer to do any of it, right? Our iPhones can shoot 4K videos. The last version can, (laughs) not even the newer one. (laughs) So it's like we live in it. Exactly. We live in in it, yet we don't utilize it. And for me, I think it's more about just going forward with this being the thing. Because I've looked at so many clients recently as I'm giving suggestions for what to do in 2020. Yeah. And I look at the same thing over and over. They just lack so much video content. I'm like, start including video yeah. into your mix. And I think it's been something that we've been saying for the last maybe three or five years, yes. right? And so... And no longer I'm going to have any excuses. Well, like, I'm not going to take the thing it. is like, well, you know, next year, not ready yet or this or that. And... Or we'll wait until we get a better camera. We need to get some editing equipment. And I think it's just with anything. If you just put something out there, you're going to either, you're going to improve on it. Right? Correct. Unless you just genuinely yes. don't care. Most people, right, as humans, we, we want to see that continuous improvement. So if you started three years ago with, you know, your iPhone or whatever that may have been, you would have created a lot of videos and you would have figured out how to edit it better, more efficiently, more effectively. Right. What kind of videos are resonating with your audience? Maybe you generated some business off that. So then you upgraded your camera equipment. I think it's a progression, right? So don't wait until everything's perfect and you're perfect. Maybe that's the problem. Like you said, hey, you know, it's a good hair day and I'm ready to make videos. Exactly. It's never going to come. It's not. There's no perfect day. So once they got this figured out, everything from their webinars, email, newslet- email newsletters, in your uh, marketing automation drip sequences, all need to start having videos. Uh, I know we do a good job. I've gotten a lot of compliments on the the social proof, like their testimonials are in videos, not just text, right? Yeah. And that adds a level of trust more so than just putting text out there. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's certain aspects of every campaign or every messaging that you're trying to get out there that is going to be better accentuated if, with with a video. And, and a testimonial is... In my mind, I, I can't think of a better example of that because you wouldn't think a business would, you know, an ethical business would go out there and fake something, right? But it, reading something on paper it could be the most glowing review ever. Right. But it's like, uh, okay. I mean, it, it's just there. There's, you could go to whatever you look at restaurants have thousands of reviews or whatever on their Google My Business page, right? B2B, you're not going to have as many of those. You're going to have somebody's going to put some text on their home page right. or whatever that says, I worked with this company. And it's just a snippet. I think that maybe that's the biggest problem. It's how do I encapsulate this relationship that I've had with this one company for 10 years in a, you know, one half of a paragraph, right? right? Two sentences or whatever that is. And I think there's nothing more you know, extreme of a change from that than to have that person on a video camera. Right saying, you know, I've been working with Solomon for 10 years and he transformed my life in this, you know, X, Y, and Z way. <laughs> That's, and you can, it's a real person. It's true. You can see what they look like, their emotions. I mean, there's so yeah. many more things that come through than just a, I'm going to type this out and send it over and you can put it on your letterhead. And absolutely. The next one is I go to a lot of B2B SaaS products. Mm-hmm. It's always schedule a demo. I get it. Why can't they give me a five minute video demo instantly, yeah. 10 minutes? 30 minutes, depending on how much time I have, 
they should allow me to let's watch this thing right now because yeah. I'm in the moment and I want to know what your product can do for me. Right. As opposed to book a time three days further down and there's yeah. no content for me to consume today. Right. So that's, uh, we've seen that trend, right? From marketing, it was, okay, let's put out as much information as you can. Value, value, value. You put out you know, answers to questions that people have. They'll search for it. They'll find information. They'll go through the whole sales process. And then you know, they'll read your content, read your blogs, maybe video at that time, right? And then they're going to reach out to you when they're ready. And then it shifted to more of a performance-based marketing. Everything is measured and tracked. And the only way to track that is to have everything gated. And you get right. a little information. <laughs> and then everybody's got to download this ebook or get access to this webinar. And if I can't capture these email addresses, capture this data, then I can't prove to my VP that this marketing is effective and it's not measurable, right? And now I think we're seeing the other going way. back to yeah. the original because there, because there are enhancements in technology and you can track users and IP addresses and companies and all that kind of thing. But most importantly, I think because people understand that people, businesses are going to buy from somebody who gives them a good user experience and that aligns with their buyer's journey, buyer's decision. And as you mentioned, when emotions are heightened, when I'm at the point of truth, right? I'm right. looking for the solution. Okay, I found the solution, especially with the software. Let me see how it works. I'm not ready to talk to a salesperson. I don't want to do the live chat. I just want to see. Right, I hate live quick, chat. <laughs> quick. I just want to see what it work, looks like, right? And so for that person, if that is should be an ungated video, I mean, of course, a product demo, a lot of times it needs to be customized. And the reason the salesperson would want it to be gated is so that they can control the sale process and show them the right features and functionalities and understand the business. That's all important. But before that, can that's more happen, of a custom when I'm interested, right? Before that can happen, you do need to, you know, a video is a great way to get them to that tipping Correct. point, right? And I, I think that's kind of, and you should let me pick how long it needs to be. That way I can, depending on how much time I have, right? Because you don't want to go too deep if I only have three minutes. Sure. I love 30 second and five minute options. But sure. again, another thing on the social side, video is hardly used, right? For instance, you know, again, I said the YouTube channels are empty yeah. or doesn't have enough content or not recent uploads, let's be honest. And LinkedIn is an amazing place for every marketer yeah. to put native videos in. And again, if they can start creating this content, there's just so many uses for it. Yeah. You can upload that 30 second video right into LinkedIn, yeah. create little LinkedIn, LinkedIn Twitter, videos. Twitter. I think a lot of people don't use Twitter videos enough. Native videos on Twitter. Uh, Facebook Instagram. is amazing at yep. native videos and Instagram and also yep. on the ad side. Although Facebook is now every five seconds, there's an ad that pops up in the middle of those videos. So you have to, to look at that too. But yeah, I mean, the whole idea and the only reason they would do that to monetize that is because it's effective, right? And people Correct. Are people are videos. watching it. And we know that video ads tend to have higher engagement Yet we keep putting text ads, right? Yeah. This is the thing. It's like we need to now shift towards where, you know, the world is consuming content. Yeah. And when Apple releases Apple yeah. TV Plus yeah. for your phones, we should not be creating text content. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at it, right? And you look at the trends. I mean, it, maybe it's a silly example, but look at kids. Right? If you look at anybody who's under like 15 years old, when they call somebody, it's a FaceTime. That's how they call somebody. <laughs> they just click the FaceTime and then they're FaceTime because that's how calls work, right? In their, so in their world. That's how you communicate is yeah. the video aspect of it. I think that's going to be, we're always going to be connected that way. It's going to become more and more effective and it's going to become cheaper for business, Correct. right? It's like, 
like you said, you can use your iPhone and a, the the edit video editing software that comes on your computer and you be know, done. That, that's it. Correct. And I think frequently asked questions should be videos, which we started making. Yeah, ourselves, it's a yeah. huge way to communicate with those average questions that people have about your brand, your solution, and how it works. Right. Create it rather than give them a whole bunch of text and some pictures and arrows yep. to go figure out for themselves, right? This is an idea that I recently shared with lots of different projects that I'm involved okay. in, which is a lot of times the editor or the person who's writing, okay, let's call it the copywriter, mm-hmm. calls the subject matter expert and says, oh, Bob, talk to me about this, you know, because I'm writing a piece of content about this. Okay. Can you explain this to me? Can you tell me why we should do it this way and not because I want to talk about this versus this? You know, highly technical content because that engineer may not be writing the content sure. if somebody else is. Why not record that? And now I have all these questions from the subject matter expert explaining the product and you spend the same amount of time. You've given your copywriter the content that he or she needed. Yeah, She's got the stuff so she can go work on it, right? And now you have top of funnel, middle of funnel, whatever content it is for your YouTube channel that can be then used in that blog post. Mm-hmm. As the content goes up, now there's videos of it depending on where you're reading it, all happen in one hour or mm-hmm. 45 minutes. All you had to do was just get someone to record the content. Yep. Yeah. It's or, a no-brainer. Or even take that one step further and record. The- Taylor always likes to take one step further. Yeah. <laughs> or three, maybe yeah. five. Jump forward. And then you look in at that same idea and just record your what you're actually doing, right? Yeah. If you're your business, then... Correct. That's you know. a vlog. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you look, well, it's like behind the scenes, right? Yeah, it's like, okay you know, hey, we're a custom software integrator between this tool and this tool or whatever. Correct. That means you're having conversations with your clients, trying to figure out what problems they're having. Then you're going back and meeting internally and saying, okay, how do we solve this problem? And you're having this conversation internally or you're chatting over Slack or, Slack or whatever. Right. And then you're iterating and testing and then you're building this custom. I mean, if you just recorded basically your day-to-day whatever work for two weeks and then cut that down into a five-minute video. Right. I mean, it's I think amazing. that would be so much more powerful for them to see, just as you said, the authenticity of, wow, this this is how this company works behind Correct. the scenes. I can see the people. I can see how they sit. I can see how they're, they're collaborative. I mean, all these things that you don't even have to say, right? If you were to you type that it. on your website, hey, Nobody we're hardworking like and collaborative <laughs> and we it's like, okay, yeah, who cares? But if I can watch it, it's like, I want to work with that company because like, they're authentic. And they're real. Yeah. Yeah. And all right. And I'll end with my sales line where I get a video, you know, yeah. cold email. Okay. I'm likely to reply than yeah. I am when it's a automated email. Yeah. The guy put my list seven weeks ago. He's just 50 a day, goes out, mm-hmm. getting the same message that everyone else, or he may have, you know, spent some time personalizing it. But when you add that video, it adds so much. If you're asking for a favor, do it with a video. I have no problem with people's outreaching to me. I have no yeah. issues. I, I yeah. love salespeople. It's not just you. I mean, that's there's data to support that. Exactly. That's, people do respond to that more from a sales email. And like you said, if you can actually customize that video, then it's obvious to the person. They don't have to guess, well, did they write this email? Especially a cold email. A Agreed. lot of times you're like, well, this isn't, you, you know, you kind of have that conversation internally is, is this really meant for me or did they send this out to everyone? And a video eliminates any of that. And Correct. say, hey, hey, Solomon, I, I know your website. And I, I love this it. And this. You know that they took the time to look at you, know who you are, and they sat down and made that Correct. video specifically for you. And there's value on both sides. And if mm-hmm. it's something that I'm interested in talking to someone, 
a more likely reply. What do you think happens to all the other yeah. ones that just cookie cutter emails? And it goes back to kind of what we talked about earlier, right? The person, like you said, value on both sides. I mean, that kind of light bulb went off my head to say the the salesperson is forced to now actually do the research and Correct. know who they're talking to because they're on camera. They can't mess that <laughs> up. I mean, they have to say something that they can't, you're not going to sit down and make a video that doesn't have any value. Know, value to it. So I think it's easy to be lazy when you're writing an email because you can copy and paste and you can, eh, right. that's good enough. But when you're sitting down making a video, uh, it has to be valuable. It has to be genuine. And I right. think that, like you said, is valuable for both parties. And my bonus would be when you're doing retargeting, do a retargeting with video. Yeah, I love that idea because they're already there. They're on your website. For people who don't know retargeting, that's that you're showing ads, essentially displaying ads to someone who has already been on your website or web properties. And for that, to miss that opportunity is maybe the biggest Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Because you've already done everything else, right? You've got them to your website through all of your other marketing channels or whatever else you're doing. And then to not capitalize on that audience who's extremely bottom of the funnel and a video which is proven to be the most effective form of communication that we have today, right? Right. It's like a no-brainer, like you said. So I guess that wraps this episode. I don't know if I got my video out of my head That's today, but this I'm, is on video. It's available on this video is on, if you're listening. This is on every angle of <laughs> us is recorded, being yeah. being recorded, and we love it that way. And I think. Our company itself is going through that transformation. Yeah, I, I we no longer have those excuses that we're talking about. Important thing to take away is that we try to be as forward thinking yes. as you can and ahead of the curve. But at the same time, we struggle with some of those same same things, the same issues, and you know, people are out of the office or working Correct. from home or whatever. You know, you think you don't have the right equipment or the right setup. Or no longer going to like it. We're going through that same shift as well, and just saying, hey, we want to share the yeah. yeah, exactly whatever we know. So thanks a lot for tuning in, and we will see you next time. listening to the Growth Marketers Podcast. Loved this episode of the Growth Marketers Podcast? Share it with a friend and head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review.